for work-life balance? Have you ever said it to yourself or said it to your friends or your colleagues? I wish I had more work-life balance. If you're a female physician, I can guarantee you, you have used that term many times. I know I have, and I've heard it from my clients, and I've heard it from my colleagues, and we've complained about it, and we've talked about it multiple times. And yet, you wonder, what is work-life balance? This is the Leadership Prescription Podcast for Women Physicians, and I'm your host, Dr. Asha Padmanabhan. I'm a board-certified clinical anesthesiologist and in multiple leadership positions, and I'm also a master-certified physician development coach. I coach women physicians in career fulfillment and transformation. So what is work-life balance? What does it mean to you? What does it mean to me? Every person has a different meaning of work-life balance. And is it even possible to have a balance? To me, it's such an overrated term. This is a quote for me by Jana Kingsford is much more appropriate than work-life balance, where she says, balance is not something you find, it's something you create. And for me, that seems so much more attainable than thinking of this mythical work-life balance that no one has a clue what it means. And yet, individually, we can all strive to create something that seems like it is balanced to each of us. Because what may be balanced for me may not be balanced for you, and what may be balanced for you may not be balanced for me. And I'd like to give you one more thought to reflect on as we get started. And that is that the choices we make every day in our lives move us toward balance or away from balance in our life. And even the word balance here is, again, what you make of it. One of my coaches calls it harmony, and I think that is so much more of an elegant term for what I want to convey in this podcast. So work-life harmony or personal and professional life harmony, what does that mean to you? One of my coaching clients, a young female physician, brought this to a coaching call. I wish I had more work-life balance. And so I asked her, what does that mean to you? What does a good balance in your work, in your professional life or your personal life and your personal life look like? So for a while, she was silent and I could see the thoughts running through my head. And I knew what she was thinking about because I had gone through the same thing myself when I had done this with my coach. It reminded me of that situation and how I had to take some time to actually think about it. And rather than just saying the words out loud, I wish I had more balance to actually sit down and think about what it meant for me. And so my client was doing the same exercise now at this time. But more on my own journey in a bit, because I want to take you through my client's journey for a little bit. She thought about it for a little bit, and she said, I would love to spend more time with my kids, and I would love to spend a little bit more time on myself. And so I asked her to dig a little bit deeper on that. What did that exactly mean? She said, I would love to spend more time with my kids. And all of us want that, right? As working physician moms, we all want more time with our kids. But what might be more time for me might not be more time for you. You might consider a weekend or every evening an hour to be more time spent. For me, that might be so much more different. So for her, I asked her, what does that mean to you when you say, I would love to spend more time with my kids? How much time do you spend with them currently? And what would you like to change in that relationship. And so she thought about it and she, we started going through her daily schedule. And she told me she went to work at 6.30 and she finished work around 4.30 to 5 in her clinic. 
And then she stayed a little bit of uh, longer to finish her charts. And by the time she got home was at six o'clock. And her nanny was with the kids around that time. And once she got home, she let the nanny go because now she felt that when she was home, she wanted to take over and spend all the time with the kids and do everything that she had missed out on during the day. But now that time meant that she had to make sure the kids' homework was done, the dinner was on the table, the bedtime rituals were followed because it was important to her to do all those things to kind of, in her mind, make up for the fact that she was spending more time at work than at home. And so I asked her to write down her schedule in the evenings. And when she did that, we came to find out that her time in the evenings was as soon as she came home from work, she was getting the kids, taking over from the nanny, sitting down with the kids, making sure she, the homework had been done. And then she was very concerned that the kids have nutritious meals. So she was planning the meals and she was doing all of that and then getting the kids ready for bedtime. And so I asked her to reflect on that and actually keep a journal for a few days on that as well, on how that was going. And the next time she came on a coaching call, she talked about how she was doing all those things, but she was stressed out in the evenings. Everything was in a rush. Sometimes the homework was not done, so she had to make sure the kids did it. And that led to some angry yelling at the kids. And then getting the dinner ready was a chore. And finally, by the time the bedtime came around, she just wanted to get them in bed and close out the day, and she was too exhausted. So I asked her to imagine what it would look like when it could, when she made a little difference. What about that evening did she want to change? And so she said, I would love for that time that I spend with my kids to be a little less stressful, for me to be a little calmer, for me not to yell at them, for me to be a little bit stressful. And as we worked through this, as we worked through this situation, we came up with several different things that she could do different. One of the things I asked her was, what was it that was really important to her in all the things that she was doing with the kids in the evening? And what was it that she could let go of a little bit? And it turned out that although she wanted them to have nutritious meals, she was willing to let go of the fact that she was preparing the meals. Initially, she had kind of the thought that if she wasn't making those meals, she wasn't really being uh, a good mom because we have this beaten into our heads, right? That we have to do the things for our kids and only we can do them as well as we want and no one else can do it better. So we came up with a little bit of a solution on how she could tweak those evenings a little bit better. So the time she was spending with them, so what was most important to her was to spend the time with them stress-free and taking away some of the little things that were making this time stressful. It wasn't easy because she kind of resisted in her mind, and she came back and said this, but she resisted the fact that she was giving up some of the meal prep and she was giving up some of the other duties to the nanny because the plan we kind of came up with based on what she wanted was to try to have the nanny make do some of the meal prep. And the nanny was already working with the kids, have her stay half an hour later after my client got home. So my client had a few minutes to decompress rather than, rather than just taking on the the role of mom and, and teacher and everything right when she walked in through the door. So we made a few little tweaks based on the fact that for her, what she wanted was not going part-time or giving up time with the kids, but really 
spend the time that she was spending with them, she wanted that to be quality time. So we made a few tweaks in her schedule based on what that looked like. And uh, several weeks later, as we coached her through this, because obviously it didn't, doesn't happen in one minute. So as we coached her through it, the obstacles that came up, you know, the resistance in her mind to asking the nanny to stay a bit later because she felt like the minute she walked in the door, she should be mom. So the resistance to that had to be overcome. And then the resistance to the meal prep, letting the nanny do most of the meal prep. So she didn't, when she came home, she was pretty much just putting the food on the table and it was still the same nutritious meal that she wanted her kids to have. So giving the nanny a little bit more of a responsibility, having her stay half an hour later, all of those one step at a time, we made, she and I together, we made little changes in her evening schedule. So that helped her feel like the time she was spending with her kids was a little bit more productive, a little less stressful. And she started enjoying that a bit more. So that was a little bit more balance in her life. The second part of where she said, I wish I had more time for myself, we delved a little deeper again. And we, I asked her, what did that mean? And it uh, turned out that she, what she really wanted to do was get back into playing tennis, which she had used to be playing before her pre-married, pre-kids life. And so I asked her what was holding her back from it and turned out that the real reason that she wasn't scheduling time for that was guilt because she felt like every time that she was not at work, she needed to spend with the kids. So if she was taking some time away from her kids to go do something for herself, that wasn't right. And it was all the picture she had created in her mind about this. So as we talked through this, as we coached through it, she came to realize that taking some time for herself was actually good because it made her more relaxed and it gave the kids a better mom when she came home. And initially, she started off with, you know, one class every several weeks. And she did it at a time when the kids were in bed because that kind of assuaged the mom guilt a little bit. And so she started doing little things like that one hour while the kids were in bed on a weekend morning to go to a tennis lesson. And slowly as she started doing this, she started enjoying it more. And she realized that when she came home, she was energized and had more patience with the kids and felt a lot better in herself for giving herself that time. So these are small tweaks that you can make. And one more little example from my own life, where I approached this in a slightly different way. When in one of my first coaching sessions with my own coach, she asked me to write down five things that gave me pleasure or made me smile. And as I was writing it down, some of the things that came up was I love flowers. And another thing that came up was I love sunrises on the beach. And given that I live 15 minutes away from the beach, this should have been a no-brainer because she asked me, so I see that sunrises on the beach give you pleasure. How many times have you done that this week? And I looked at her and I said, I haven't done it in a, over a year. And she looked at me and said, why? And as I started unraveling my own thoughts, it was again this feeling of either that I had too many things to do if I went to the beach, it would take too much time. I would lose out on some of the things that I was doing with my kids, they, even though they were sleeping at the time. And it, I just felt the guilt on doing something for myself that did not involve my family. Because again, I was in that same mindset of any time that I'm not at work, I should be with my kids. 
And doing something like this meant that I was doing it on my own. So I felt guilty about that. But as I wrote it down uh, and as we talked through it, I made a, a commitment to myself to once a month go to the beach and watch the sunrise. The first time I did it, it, it took a lot of preparation and I nearly did not go. Because again, when I woke up in the morning, my brain was telling me of all the other things that I needed to do. I did make the commitment and I went to the beach and it gave me such a sense of peace and joy that I wondered why I hadn't done it before. And so there I made a commitment to myself that day that I would come back in another week and a half or two weeks. I didn't say a week. I, I said twice a month at that point. And then I asked myself, why? Why only twice a month? Why could it not be more? And so over the last year and a half, now it's become a routine for me to go twice a week, once on a post-call day and once on the weekend. And I go there and it's my Zen place. And I think back and say, I've lived here in this place for the last 15 years. And it's only in the last year and a half that I've really even been to the beach and watched the sunrise twice a week. And I, it's 15 years of not doing any of these things. And so why? Even though I knew that it was something I loved, I never did it. And just bringing that one practice into my own um, schedule, my weekly schedule, has balanced me so much. It's given me a little bit more of the balance that I need to then go to work the next day and uh, whatever challenges that I face. So. Again, work-life balance is, is such a, a broad term or work-life harmony or personal professional life balance, whatever you want to call it. It's such a broad term. What I invite you to do is look at your life and say, what are one or two things that I can change today? What are one or two things I can add? What are one or two things I can subtract to make me feel as if I'm a little bit more harmonious in my life, that I'm not giving up everything that I need and love for my work, or I'm not giving up everything because of my guilt feelings, and really sit down and write, what does that mean to you? What does balance mean to you? Even just that, that act of writing it down or thinking about it, even thinking about it, it gives you a base, a start on what it could mean for you. And it doesn't mean that you have to make all the changes in one week or in one even in one year. You can make small tweaks. Like my client who decided to have a half an hour more added to the nanny's day every day every day of the week that gave her a little bit of time or giving up something like the meal prep or getting up early one day on of the weekend while the kids are in bed so you can go do something for yourself like a walk on the beach or a tennis lesson whatever you can do for yourself that gives you joy will bring more balance into your life so i hope you can find something like this in your life that will add to your sense of well-being and give you a bit of the balance that you need. Thank you so much for listening. And if you found this useful, I would love for you to share this and review this podcast, subscribe, share all those things that we podcasters love to ask you to do to show us that you're listening, to show, to show me that I'm providing some value for you and I'm making a difference in your life. This would be so much appreciated. Thank you and see you on the next episode.